2: The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at YourTechReport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report.
3: Oh, and it's going to be a fun hour of Your Tech Report. Good, wonderful day to you. I am Marco Flalo in Montreal, as always, joined by my wonderful co host and the editor in chief of YourTechReport.com. Mr. Mitchell with Phil Mitchell,
1: how are you? Uh, apparently I'm wonderful. I like being introduced as your wonderful uh, co-host. Makes me feel very good about me, Mark. You are my
3: wonderful co-host. Oh, I enjoy you. doing this show with you every single week. As do and I. we've got a packed one, thanks to an unpacked event from Samsung.
1: <laughs> very nice segue there. Very impressive. Don't you like that?
3: Yeah. If you want to follow us, uh, please do so on Twitter. It is at dot facebook.com slash yourtechreport. And of course, the pages of yourtechreport.com and our email address. I always love giving up the email address, Mitchell. It is contact at yourtechreport.com. Mitchell, let us start this wonderful episode talking about Samsung. A slew of announcements, a lot of confusion, I think, because there's a lot of similarities that you have to try and decipher and some interesting discoveries about these new products. Let's begin. Let's begin. Okay, first and
1: foremost, uh, we had this this past week uh, two new major phones devices announced at, at the Samsung event. Uh, there's the Galaxy S six Edge Plus. Try saying that twenty times fast. And there, no. there is the. Can, can you do that? And then no, there is the new uh, the Galaxy Note five. Now. Before we go into the details, and there 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 is some stuff to sort of decipher here because it can get a little confusing, Mark. I think we both heard about this, we watched it, we were reading, and then it can be a little bit confusing. The first thing I take away from this, Mark, is there was confusion within the confusion. Like there was confusion within the Samsung lineup that they wanted to sort of streamline, but in effect I think they might have made it a little more confusing, but They've taken the Note line. If you remember last year, they had the Galaxy Note 4 Edge. Do you remember that? They had the Galaxy Note. I and the do. Gal- so they it had was the, the
3: first time we saw that curved display.
1: Exactly. And then that got brought in to the Galaxy S6 Edge phone, right? Which was, their, I believe, their 5-inch traditional phone that they have. Their standard phone. The, the next iteration of the Galaxy lineup, if you will. Uh, so what they did was, instead of now having a Note Edge, which they had last year. They're going to keep the Note name, and of course, all the Galaxy Note devices are known for not just their larger size screens, but also they usually have the fastest processor, most RAM, and more importantly, a built-in stylus. That is the main factor that separates it from any other Galaxy device. So they've now taken that Note line, and they're going to keep it the Note Five. They're not calling it the Note Five Edge. There's just a Note Five, and what they've done. This is a
3: flat screen. This is no no edge on this. There
1: is no curved edge to this phone. The Note Five has taken a lot of cues from the Galaxy S6 lineup, and what they did is they went to an all metal body, metal and glass, beautiful, just like they did with the uh, you know with the Galaxy S6 phones. The thing is, though, as with the Galaxy S6 mark, this beautiful new design came at a price. And for a lot of Android fans, I'm sure there's going to be disappointment, even though it doesn't affect me the same way because I I sort of have come to expect that with phones. What you do gain in terms of beautiful unibody design, all metal, all glass, you are once again, as you did with the Galaxy S6 line, you are now losing removable battery. You are losing the waterproofing and you are Mm -hmm. losing the ability to add a micro SD card for extra storage. And that's the main point right there.
3: And this is interesting because this is one of the, this has been one of the the biggest differentiating the differing factors really between Samsung's devices and Apple's devices. Correct. Everybody, you know, when you saw the commercials, they always made a play on well, we could take our battery on. We don't have to sit and charge. You know, to huddle up near an airport. Well, now you can't do that. And normally we see that waterproofing actually come back to devices when they take all these removable parts out. But in this case, we don't. What I find interesting, Mitchell, between these devices, between the uh, the, the new Note uh, and the new Galaxy, is that the specs are, are virtually identical. I mean, the screen sizes are exactly the same. When you look at the tech specifications, they're both running Android 5.1 Lollipop. They both have the same... Processors, memory options, 32 and 64 gigabyte options, the 5.7 inch screen, the AMOLED display, uh, the cameras don't seem to be changed at all whatsoever. Correct. Correct. Uh, you've got a three, you know, 3,000 milliamp battery, so you're getting a lot of time there, and you get the NFC. All the specs seem to be the same.
1: For well, for all intents and purposes, Mark, this is really uh, a traditional Galaxy Note uh, 5, and then a Galaxy Note. Five Edge, but they're not calling it that. They're 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 making basically the Galaxy S Edge, you know, a Galaxy S6 Plus Edge, or is it the S6 Edge S6 Plus? S6 Edge Plus. Yeah, talking yeah. so S6 Edge. We're gonna have the same problem with the iPhone X S6 <laughs> Edge yes, Plus. Are. The difference is. Of course, just the note—the one with the note name on it—because they both have the same size, both have the same innards. The note model does not have the curved sides on, you know, the curved edges. Uh, the note model does have the stylus built in, uh, and the the Edge uh, Plus, the S6 Plus, it it will have that curve now. It will have both sides. Of the display curved unlike the s6 yes. edge it will have both sides curved very similar to last year's galaxy note edge that we had <laughs> so you see it's getting a little complicated here no, so basically they've taken the note and they've turned it into two different models except now one is going to be called the note 5 that's the flat one without the edge but with the stylus and the galaxy s6 plus edge that will have the two curved displays on either side
3: now, before we go into availability, I need, need an ice cream or you something. You Need a break. Yeah. Yeah. You, need, you need something. something a go to McDonald's. Get a <laughs> get a Sunday. Um, they also announced an interesting accessory for the uh, the these devices. Really, it's a keyboard cover. So, if you want to get a traditional keyboard, this is so weird that I'm even talking about a keyboard cover for a smartphone uh, in the year 2015. But they've they've announced this accessory. It slides onto the device, and you've got a full qwerty keyboard if you want it.
1: Now, here's what's really interesting. It's a full qwerty keyboard. You're right. It looks like it and it, when you see it, I'm looking at a picture of it right now online. If you want, by the way, for our listeners, if you want to get some visuals and really a great recap, we'll have some stuff on the website as well at yourtechreport.com. But if you want a lot of in-depth stuff, if you go to the verge.com. Hey Mark, I'm not afraid to send people to other websites where we oh, can't be proprietary here. They have some great visuals, they have some hands-on time. We were not live at the event, so go to the verge.com. Excellent coverage. I'm looking at a picture from the Verge right now. If you didn't know any better, it looks like a phone with an embedded keyboard. It doesn't look like an accessory, but what it does is it covers the bottom half of the screen with the (laughs) keyboard, but once this keyboard is in place, the phone knows this keyboard is there and automatically shrinks the display to fit the part of the screen that's just showing. But these phones are so darn big, you it's not like you're losing a lot of real estate anyway, you know? So
3: if you want a BlackBerry Classic, but you don't want to buy a BlackBerry Classic, you can get yourself the Galaxy Edge Plus 6, 7, I, I can't even keep track of it, Mitchell availability is something that's interesting on this the 21st of August. So this month, these will be available really in the coming days. This is something they've been doing for quite some time to try and get the head up on Apple because Apple's event is scheduled. We're hearing the first week of September, shortly after Labor Days, and those phones probably won't come out for another month or so. So they are getting the jump start on it. Not only are they getting the jump start,
1: you're right, in terms of time, but they're giving the jump start, as you just mentioned, Mark, in terms of we're announcing it and then we're releasing it the next week. So I I think that's really great. I think when you're when you're T. Teased- about it, you know, with a great product that you want to get your hands on, it's hard. I mean, they did that with Apple Watch, and we had to wait months for that to come out. And then once you even ordered it, you had to wait months after that to actually get your order filled. So it's nice to see that. But Mark, there were a couple of other announcements uh, that that, that I thought are worth mentioning. Number one, uh, these two new devices, both the S6 Edge Plus and the Galaxy Note 5, will allow you to live stream directly to YouTube. That is a big deal. At a time where social media is becoming important, where our our connected home devices, like our our, our gaming consoles, let you stream via Twitch, it's really smart right now to have these phones do that. You talked about the physical keyboard. There's a new Gear smartwatch that's coming next month. Not a lot of news about this. It looks beautiful. It has a round display, much like the LG devices in the past have had. Uh, We don't really know much about it. It's coming out September 3rd. We will have more news about that as, as we're informed. But aside from that, I'm trying to say, oh, pay with Samsung. Samsung now has a proprietary service for paying using their own devices that's different than, of course, Apple Pay and different than Google Wallet. Uh, it's it's something called MST. is a system that it uses. Proprietary system that lets people go to any place that takes electronic payments. So that was announced as well. Of course, the big news that everyone is concerned with, the two new phones, the tease of a new watch, and good luck with the naming ethic because, again, when it comes to the Apple devices, oh look, it's the it's the it's the iphone 6s plus s plus so here this this is the world we live in when we have when we have incremental upgrades we tend to get the incremental name incremental name upgrades that get very confusing so there you go
3: Apple uh, later, towards the end of the well, to the, or at the end of this past week, released iOS eight point four point one, which fixes um, a lot of stuff for Apple Music and the iCloud Music Library. They released OS ten point ten point five, which fixes some vulnerabilities that were discovered a couple a uh, couple weeks back. IOS, iTunes twelve point two point two fixes some other things for Apple Music and and Beats One. Um, their event is, is, is coming up. The rumored speculation around this Apple event is the week of, of September 7th. They're saying September the 9th. And I just, I find it so funny that aside from phones, every single time there's an Apple event and Mitchell, I'm talking, this must be the last six times at least everybody, somebody says, Oh, we're going to see the Apple TV. I don't even pay attention to it anymore. The fact of the matter is Apple will announce an Apple TV when they announce a new Apple TV. It will be what it will be. The fact that people speculate and think it's going to be at every single event is just funny at this point.
0: Well,
1: I think, Mark, I think this is really why years ago they were very smart in referring to it as one of their hobby projects and not really yeah. one of their full-fledged devices. Not that it isn't worthy of being a full-fledged platform unto itself. I feel that it is. But I think by referring it to as a hobby, they took the pressure off of themselves having the need to constantly inform and update because, hey, we told you it wasn't one of our serious main products, so when it gets there, it gets there. And that's very out of Apple's wheelhouse in terms of being communicative on the corporate level. So they were smart in underplaying how they were presenting this product years ago.
3: Listen, it is my opinion that an Apple TV, an update will come from Apple when it comes.
1: <laughs> that is very bold. I can't believe you went out on a limb like that. Bravo, sir. You are a, you're on the cutting edge of reporting. <laughs>
3: You know, Mitchell, I forgot to, at the beginning of the show, tease what's coming up in this show yes, because tell this is a fun show. Yes. Elliot Chun, who is a communication manager for Best Buy Canada, he is stopping by. its I don't know why it took us so long. We'll talk all about that when we speak to Elliot after we take a quick break. But also this week's show, we have our good friend Ray Watkins. From Alienware, the technical marketing manager. I love his title. He's a great. I title. will forget it by the end of the show. That's I promise a, you will more he's than He's going once. to join yeah. us not only for one segment, but he's going to stay on for a couple segments because we not only want to talk about Alienware, Alienware's product lineup, but we want to talk about all things Windows, Windows ten. How, you know it's been out? He's been to a lot of conferences. He'll give us the updates from Gamescom, Steam, all box the going back, streaming to E3, all that Steambox. Yeah. yeah, you know, have, have they asked for the uh, Area fifty one back from you yet? Let's
1: not talk about that.
3: Well, wow. Our, well. it is your tech report I am Marco Flalo. you are Mitchell Whitfield again on Twitter it is at your tech report facebook.com slash your tech report our email address please use it contact at your tech report.com we encourage you to do so because the reason we're talking to Elliot at Best Buy and the reason we are bringing Way Watkins back on the show is because you emailed us and you said hey guys we want to talk to these guys yeah Man of so many words, Mitchell. Man of so many words. <laughs> That's all like that, man. Elliot Chun for Best Buy. When we come back, right here on your Tech Report. Mitchell with Tim LaMarca, Flawless. Stick around. Ray Watkins also. After we take a quick break, right here.
2: There's more your Tech Report after this. This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com.
3: Welcome back. Mark Aflalo, Mitchell Whitfield with you. It is Your Tech Report, of course, on Twitter, at yourtechreport, facebook.com, slash yourtechreport.
1: Okay, now, Mark, this next interview, before we, before we start this interview, we're very excited about this for many reasons. Uh, I, I, I'm almost ashamed that it's taken us this long to do a piece like this. I mean, do you feel the same way? It's such a a natural thing. I'm sort of surprised we haven't done this before.
3: I have to open the curtain a bit for a second to our listeners because we deal with a lot of PR agencies and companies both in Canada and the U.S. And Caitlin, who is from a great company called Veritas, she emailed me and said, Hey, back to school is around the corner. Do you want to talk to someone at Best Buy? And my instant reaction was, you're kidding me, right? You guys are at Best Buy, we're a tech you know, show, and you've never told me this before? So, of, of course I responded. I said, yeah, when? So <laughs> Only I, the biggest tech retailer in North America, right? No big deal, right? Yeah, no big deal. So, on the line <laughs> with us today, I want to welcome Elliot Chun, who's the communications manager of Best Buy Canada.
0: Elliot, welcome to your tech report. Thank you, and I'm sorry it's taking this long for us to actually connect live, so thanks for this interview. You
3: know, I don't blame you entirely, but you have to take some of the blame. Elliot, you know what? There's so many things that we could talk about. I think that I can preface this by saying we could probably be on the phone for an hour, but we're not going to. So we really wanted to talk about you, talk about Best Buy, talk about back to school. This is probably one of the largest... I guess, spread out shopping seasons, really, because it goes from now all the way till mid-September, October. What is going on at Best Buy? What are people excited for?
0: Well, I think the parents are really excited that they have both Best Buy blue shirts available to Mm -hmm. them, as well as the Geek Squad. So you're absolutely right. Right now, everyone's so focused on what are those back-to-school essentials that that students need to buy? And then as we roll into the school year through September-October, Geek Squad actually sees a lift in in their traffic in both web hits and phone calls to book appointments because of the fact students now want to make sense of the technology. So I think parents first, they're really excited to gear up their students, and then uh, we love to help troubleshoot and and solve problems with Geek Squad.
3: Well, you know, what's funny because Geek Squad, for a long time, people would ask me, what is this Geek Squad? And and I think they had this this, uh, unfortunate Pigeonhole of coming and installing stuff in your house like uh, like home theater, but that's not true. The Geek Squad does way more than that, don't they?
0: Absolutely, you know. And you know, some of the early beginnings, you think of the Geek Squad agent in his white shirt, finely pressed, with a, a black necktie and badge in tow. Uh, a lot of it actually started out with computers, because computers back in the day were the IT product to get before these beautiful uh, 4K TVs hit the marketplace.
1: Well let me let me ask you something, Ellie, because for you know, I can't help it also whenever I think about Geek Squad and I, I think of the nerd herd from Chuck, we're just paying homage to Best Buy in the best possible way. I always think about that. What well, we talk about right now, you guys are a full service company, probably the first in the tech world to actually do this, to make sell these great products and then have a full system in place to install and to service the customers. Now, when people come in right now, are you seeing for let's give example maybe the, the explosion now of Windows 10 coming to the mm-hmm. forefront? Did you see on the retail side. Did you see a big surge in purchases of whether it be laptops or desktops? Did the Windows 10 release have a big effect in store at Best Buy?
0: It certainly did. And I think the timing could have been better with back to school now upon us. People did want to understand what are the differences between Windows tests. Windows 10 and and the predecessor models, should they make the change now? Uh, And what's great is Geek Squad's available at every Best Buy store in Canada, also teetering into the U.S. too, of course, and that's the beauty of it all. You have both the blue shirts to help out with the product and make the right decisions, and then you've got Geek Squad available to help go even further and talk about things like Windows 10. Even install it to them, even though it's a a free installation or upgrade, uh, you have Geek Squad as well that are willing to help out and right there on site.
3: Can you, can you talk to some of the products that Windows 10 is available on now? Because I think people um, believe that you have to go in and spend thousands of dollars when you're equipping your student with a laptop, for example. But that really isn't the case anymore.
0: No, you're absolutely right. So, sure, if you're in the market for a brand-new laptop this year, Windows 10 is, is readily available. But even if you have a previous edition of Windows, like on Windows 8, you can easily upgrade on it. And uh, the beauty of it, too, having Geek Squad on site we're all about giving free consultations first before uh, we give people you know a bill so to speak so certainly if it's a at home consult if it's an in-store experience all that consultation and questions is all free. So I think people love that and they're starting to realize, oh, wait a minute, I can get that free quote and free assessment and then figure out what's the best option for me. In some cases, we, hear, we love when we hear customers saying, oh, I had this nightmare problem with my computer as I was trying to upgrade to Windows 10 and maybe all it needed was a reboot of the computer, but people haven't thought that through and Geek Squad does this every day so they know exactly what they're doing. So the upgrades and the, the fact that there's free um, quotes that are available before things are ever passed. Pass through and a cost works wonders for us, especially this time of year. Well,
3: that's interesting because I never really realized that you could go in and spend a bit longer than what you, you know. I, I run it the Best Buy, I get what I need and I leave. I never realized you could actually go in and sit down with someone and say, hey, this is what I'm using this computer for. This is what my daughter is using it for, and the Geek Squad is there to help you. Um, the yes. these these pop up boutiques that have been coming up. We've seen obviously Apple has had this retail display in Best Buy for quite some time. Uh, Windows has almost. I mean, Microsoft has a has a has a bigger display these days in Best Buy. What are the biggest products that are going off the shelves as we head back head back to school? Um, obviously, the Surface I think is probably still. Is it still on the more higher end in terms of cost, or do you see some of the new entry-level surfaces going off the shelf?
0: Yeah, we're seeing a mix of both. So I think you're absolutely right. The uh, Windows stores at Best Buy, we call them store within a the store. Uh, they've done tremendously well since they hit the marketplace a couple of years ago. And uh, it's great around back-to-school because everything is laid out so nicely within those stores. And certainly this time of year when people are looking for PCs, especially for the students that they're on the go, they're looking for things like, lightweight portability and depending on what they do for uh, a a school choice and depending on their level of schooling whether they're high school or heading into college university or even a master's program there's everything in between that satisfies them so i think one of the more popular units that we're we're betting our chips on is the asus 13.3 inch laptop it's available in gold and got a beautiful finish ultra lightweight. Um, of, of course, it's more of like an ultra book when you categorize it. And uh, the nice thing about it is the screen is really crisp and clear. You've got uh, strong processing power on it. And then it's got that solid state drive. So you don't have the um, traditional CD-ROM or, or DVD hard drive right. that, uh, or D- DVD disk drive rather, that you, know, you and I have, have all been experienced with. But we know that with medium going into the online space a lot more with the rise of things like Netflix and and apps like Songza, etc. This one doesn't actually have uh, the disk drive in there. But it's a very strong device and it's under $1,000. So I think the Asus 13.3 inch laptop in gold is going to be a big hit.
1: Elliot, I'm glad you brought up ASUS because that's one of those companies where over the last several years, you've sort of seen them rise, uh, you know, starting out with their transformer tablets and then the, some of their phones. But they make some incredible laptops, and we always tell people you have to look beyond the window what you're familiar with. I just want to take it away mm-hmm. from the PC side for a minute, and I want to talk real quick, because you mentioned store within a store, and of course Samsung has done it with you guys, Windows is doing it now, Microsoft does it, but also Apple, which you mentioned. Now, recently in the States, we just heard, of course, that... That, you know, we now know that Apple Watch is in Best Buy. What about in Canada? the plan to release it there as well, yes?
0: yes you can't forget uh, you know us neighbors in the north here <laughs> of course we don't forget we love you <laughs> yeah we want it we want the device as well so what is really exciting is this Friday is, is a mi- milestone for us at Best Buy Canada because of the fact the Apple watch will be available just like in the US across um, select Best Buy stores in Canada there's going to be at least 20 stores to start out so all the major markets going from you know Vancouver all the way out east and then uh, of course the website is such a big part portal for us, and we don't want to alienate anyone in Canada. So whether you're way up north in the uh, Northwest Territories or you're in a a market that might be in between major cities, we can certainly uh, ship you an Apple Watch starting this Friday the 14th. So it's definitely a milestone of a day with uh, Best Buy bringing on the Apple Watch.
1: No, that's exciting. And of course, it's great for, you know, all, all Canadian consumers because everyone's been dying to get their hands on this. Now, part of what Mark and I do is we like to, you know, we go back and forth. Well, I wonder why this company, this, why did Apple do this? Why Best Buy? Why now? From the, from the retail end, have you seen or have you heard from your stores in Canada that there's been a great push and a great demand by consumers to get this watch in stores? it the kind of thing where people come in and say, yeah, can I get an Apple watch here? Were you getting a lot of those requests in store?
0: Tons, and even when the first press conference happened a few years ago with Apple, alluding to the fact they've got a wearable on the go, and then when they actually revealed it, at, unveiled it at one of their press conferences, Best Buy Canada at best c a it was one of the most commonly searched terms that were placed <laughs> by consumers in Canada, saying, basically, do you have the Apple Watch? Uh, so it's really exciting. Now we can satisfy that customer demand. And what you alluded to earlier, Mitchell, about uh, the store within the stores with Apple uh, being one of our, our main fixtures, because now we've got Apple, we've got Beats stores in Toronto and Vancouver, the Beats by Dre headphones, who Apple acquired. Uh, you've got the, the Windows stores uh, by Microsoft. And then you also mentioned the Samsung stores. So these stores, Different type of platforms offer us a great showroom to really showcase the latest and greatest, and that's why it's really exciting to bring on the Apple Watch because customers have been asking in-store, but I think the most uh, compelling data is coming from our website where we know people are actually putting that in, and those are our customers basically telling us they want the Apple Watch.
3: What kind of level of, um, of, of support or kind of hands-on experience will there be with the Apple Watch in stores? Will there be that kind of, will the Geek Squad be able to help people set up their watch and do things like that as well?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So not only can people see live demo units in, in the Apple displays at Best Buy, but they can also receive help not only from blue shirts who are being trained uh, by our, our teams at Apple, but also with the Geek Squad. They've got this cool wearable technology program called Walk Out Wearing. And it's really that acronym WOW of having, giving a WOW experience to our customers. So whether it's an Apple Watch or another wearable technology category, Geek Squad is fully proficient to not only help educate, to, to get people familiar with the device, but then they can actually take it out of the packaging, help them charge it up if it needs a boost, and then show them exactly how it works, including pairing it right up to their phone so they literally can walk out wearing with that device. And that's been a very popular program since it launched with, in conjunction with a new wearable uh, technology departments at Best Buy stores. And i uh, got to give a lot of kudos to Apple for really helping raise the awareness of wearable technology. As um, There's a lot of cool gadgets, not only like the Apple Watch for back to school, but things like the Myo gesture control armband, which if you're fans of, of Tom Cruise's uh, movies and Minority Report, being uh, oh, right. one of the cool, you know, tech sci-fi movies, one of the all-time greats from the 90s um, or 2000s rather, Uh, You know, it's a great uh, device that literally brings some of that gesture control to life. And for students, of course, not only can you game on it, but it's great because you can also control your PowerPoints with it, too.
1: Well, you know what? This is the point. You were showing love to Apple and giving them kudos, and we have to do the same to you right now because I have to say the store within a store concept is great because you get to sell items from different manufacturers. But, you know, that one worry is, especially when it comes to companies like Apple, when I go into Best Buy, is it just going to have an Apple section, but it won't have the people selling the stuff, won't have the knowledge? But I have gone in to a couple of my local Best Buys that do have the store within a store, and the people that were helping with the Apple devices knew them front and back. They could answer any questions. Questions, and that's a big deal. And that speaks volumes as to what you guys put into it, because there's nothing worse than going in and not having that experience where people know the product. But whenever I got into Best Buy, all the people that work within the store, within the stores, they always knew their stuff. And that's a big deal for the customer.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I'm really glad you mentioned that. And, and certainly, uh, I hope our trainers are, are listening too, because we do work directly with the manufacturers to make sure the product knowledge is there, not only within the store within the store concepts, but across the entire boxes if people are going in store. And we've got a, a fantastic website on both in Canada and the US. And I think the biggest differentiator is the fact we've got this whole multi-channel thing happening where, put simply, you've got your traditional stores since Best Buy has been in business since the 60s and then you've got all the uh, everything in between now with the website emerging people are buying things on the go using our reserve and pickup feature from their phones or from their desktops and products are ready within twenty minutes here in Canada and uh, it's training we know is a big part of our business because when a customer does wanna get away from from the web and go in store and speak with someone To your point, everyone's got to be proficient and make sure the customer feels good and confident about their purchase.
3: Elliot Chun, Communications Manager for Best Buy. I want to thank you so much for joining us. As people head back to school, Best Buy should always be top of mind, whether it be for just learning or learning and purchasing. Thank you so much for joining us, Elliot.
0: You're welcome. Thanks so much, gentlemen.
3: When we come back, a very cool guest, Ray Watkins, Technical Marketing Manager from Alienware.
2: There's more Your Tech Report after this. to your tech report. It is your tech report. Mark Aflalo,
3: Mitchell Whitfield with you. He's, of course, in Los Angeles, sunny Los Angeles. I'm in kind of sunny Montreal for the next couple of months, at least, Mitchell. Uh, on Twitter, it is at your tech report, <laughs> facebook.com slash your tech report. And of course, our uh, email address, contact at your Mitchell, I'm so excited about this upcoming segment of our show because we love our
1: guests. Yeah, we have, you know, we have certain guests that are just a little different because they're friends of the show. They've been with us not only since the show started, but also since your tech report, the radio, the the website started years ago, years and years ago. We're getting so old. So, Mark, with with the launch of Windows 10, with all this focus now being on cross-platform gaming, PC and PC gaming, who better to bring in? then the technical marketing manager over at Alienware, one of our favorite computer companies, right? Ray Watkins, friend of the show. Ray, thank you for coming on with us. How you doing,
4: man? I'm good, man. How you guys doing?
3: You know, we're doing great. We're doing, we're doing awesome, Ray. And I, I wanted to open with something because I was reading an article earlier this week, and it was about the fact that everybody's going with laptops. Everybody's buying a laptop, whether at workplace, whether it be at home. But everybody kind of forgets that a desktop, that good old, remember that good old gray piece of crap that was sitting on your desk? You know, the <laughs> thing that you can upgrade infinitely and never have to worry about throwing out your laptop. And then desktops really are overlooked these days. And I wanted to get your opinion on that because Alienware is known for their desktops really as well as their laptops. But overall really, what's your opinion on that?
4: Well, it's it's funny you ask that because uh I just got back from QuakeCon, and if you guys aren't familiar with QuakeCon, it's like one of the biggest LAN parties in the country. Um, And what you notice is is that thousands of guys are still bringing in their desktops. And I'm not talking about your typical desktops. I'm talking three-foot, four-foot-tall, massive monstrosities, three graphics cards, two graphics cards, Titan X, Titan Z, you name it. and, And they're bringing these things in. So, you know... Desktops aren't going away anytime soon because people want that raw power. They want the upgradability. They want the latest and greatest, and desktops are the way to go for it. But then you also have new technologies coming. I mean, you have you have Windows ten, so you have Xbox streaming coming. So being able to stream from your Xbox back to your desktop is a great three foot experience. You have Steam streaming, so being able to have the horsepower on your desktop to stream over to your tablet or your laptop or your TV via another device, you know, you 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 have that ability. Um, I know everybody's on this laptop cake. I'm, I'm still huge on laptops, don't get me wrong. I use one every day. But when I get home and I sit at my desk, what am I sitting at my desk? I'm sitting at my desktop. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you guys I've got a honking monster at home anymore because I'm not playing those titles. But I do still have my, my X51. I know, Mitchell, you're still in love with yours. Oh, but yeah. I use my X51 on a daily basis. It's the the best bang for the buck in that space. Um, Long story short, I mean, muscles cars are still around, desktops are still around, neither one of them are going anywhere.
3: Well, you see, in the workplace, you know, this this whole introduction of cloud computing, which I guess more and more people are adopting with things like Dropbox and the way it's been commercialized, you you can work in so many different environments, whether it be your office at home, you can start somewhere, continue on your mobile device, and pick up where you left off. So really, you don't have to be locked down to a laptop, which is why people got them, because there were these portable devices you could pick up and go. Now you don't have to. You can you can pick up, go home, and continue where you left off, which is really, really cool. So, so, you know, w- Windows 10, how... When I was testing Windows 10 in its kind of beta form, one of the things that struck me was how fast it was and how beautiful it is and and how much of an improvement it's been over its its predecessor while it's still familiar. But my question is, and I think you might be better equipped to answer this question, is when I remember Windows, when I remember Windows 3.1, all the way back to the beginning, overtime floppy disks? Exactly. <laughs> it, oh, over time, it bloated. Over time, it slowed down. The operating system slowed down. There was so much installed. There was drivers that overlapped. Blop and wear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even the no, bloatware. It was just you constantly had to upgrade RAM. So, so I forgot about this because I've switched to a Mac on my primary work machine, and it doesn't suffer that. But I don't know if it doesn't suffer that because of the way the operating system is or it's because we're now in a solid-state world. We're in a flash drive world. So,
4: what are your thoughts on that? So that's a two-parter, and I'll start with the first one. Let's start with Windows. You're right, Windows got bloated over time, and and, and for no other reason except for all the features and stuff they brought to it. Um, Windows 10 is, man, I'm going to put it to you very bluntly. Windows 10 is is friggin amazing. it is the operating system that Windows 8 should have been originally. Yep. Um, the other best part about it is it's a, a percentage smaller. What that percentage is, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I believe it's somewhere in the ballpark of 25 to 33% smaller than, than w- Windows used to be. So your install is much smaller. Um, and, and it has everything there that you want it to be. It's familiar because it's, the, the layout is still something we're used to, but it has all the modern-day bells and whistles, you know, You also mentioned being able to go from one location to another. Well, Windows is designing itself around OneDrive and around having you log in with your Microsoft username, right? Well, the beauty of that is if you store your files in OneDrive, which I've started doing recently, I go from my desktop, I go to my laptop, I go to my tablet, and all of my stuff is coming along with me, and the experience is seamless across all of them. You also have the beauty of Cortana which she comes along with you as well because she's saved off you know, in the cloud as well. So you can ask Cortana and if she knows more about you. She can set everything up for you. Um, that's the first part. The second part of the question was, um, which is better, you know, Mac or, and I don't say which is better, but the, you're talking about SSDs and, and the benefits there. In today's day and age, you know, hardware has come so far between RAM speeds, video cards, um, Intel, Intel chips in, in general that the real bottleneck in today's day and age is the hard drive. The hard drive is where everything stops. That's where the end user feels the burden of boot times, load times, getting into programs. Um, if I can recommend to, to all of the listeners out there, the, the number one thing to upgrade today is SSD. If you're not on an SSD, you're living in you know, the dark ages. Um, you will feel the immediate impact as an end user, whether it's gaming, Microsoft Word, Windows boot up, it doesn't matter you will feel the benefits of going to an SSD immediately. Well, you know
1: what, Ray, I just wanted to jump in here a second and tell you, and for our listeners, you don't have to worry about getting the ridiculously prohibitively expensive one, you know, 512 or one terabyte flat. I mean, that's crazy expensive. But even if people just got a 128, a 256 flash drive, a smaller one that's now very reasonably priced, just put your OS and your main programs on there. You can still use a platter drive, a traditional platter drive to store photos, to to store files, but to have your main programs, your operating system,
4: just doing that alone, Ray, am I correct, will add infinitely more speed to your rig, right? You're 100% accurate. So one of my, and I'm going to use one of the configurations that I've shipped. So on the last time I sent out a, a bunch of Alienware 15s for review, I, I took a different approach. I wanted to give my reviewers what they really needed to get by. You know, not all of the bells and whistles that Alienware is always known for. We also wanted to share that we're price conscious. So... I sent out 128 SSDs with one terabyte storage. I put all of the programs, including Windows, on that 128, including the, the, the Alien Respawn, Mitchell, was on there as well. Yep. And just advise people, hey, guys, be a bit more cognizant of it. And when you're saving and downloading, put them to that storage drive because you don't need the speed there. But Windows boot times, I'm talking you're in Windows, depending on your exact setup, between 5 and 10 seconds. No, and this, this, this
1: is what blows me away. Um, I, I, I want to, this is like just sort of, again, we're, we're giving you like two and three part questions, but are we seeing now with windows 10 and first of all, you know, we started this off by talking about the death of the PC, which they've been talking about probably for what, three decades now, at least two decades, (laughs) my entire
4: career at Alienware, (laughs) we've been going belly up, right?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, so first of all, here comes windows 10 which, like you said, is amazing. It does so much to unify the best parts of every version of Windows that came before it. It also, and this is, this is part one of what I'm going to ask you, Ray, isn't it interesting? We've been talking about this for quite a while. I think we even spoke about it before E3. <clears throat> isn't it interesting that Microsoft, which at the beginning tried to keep their, their nations so separate, gaming here, PC there, and there the twain shall meet, right? Now... We see their, their main workhorse, their their flagship piece of software, Windows. Windows 10 is taking design cues from console from console UI, from console OS. They're taking so much from gaming now. Is this a huge surprise how much Microsoft has really reinvented it's, itself by taking from their gaming division, adding the best parts of that to their desktop division?
4: Huh. So that's a loaded question. And I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to I'm go ahead and bite the bullet because I'm – well, you guys know I'm a dumbass, so let's go ahead and do this. <laughs> um, I think a lot of that has to do with Microsoft's new CEO. I, I love what he's doing. Um, I, I think he definitely understands today's day and age. Gaming has always been there. And the same way that that DJs, that, you know, Apple fell into the DJ's lap and and they've gotten a ton of money out of that. Gaming has just been with Microsoft for so long that they may have taken it for granted. This time around, I don't want to say they're putting the gamer first, but he's definitely in the top three. You know, they're bringing Xbox gaming to PC. You're you're able to access Xbox Live on your PC. You know, Xbox One is getting Windows 10, essentially. You know, they're, they're really blurring the lines. And that really goes back to what I was saying about having a seamless experience, whether it's on mobile, tablet, laptop, desktop, or Xbox. And that's that's critical for the success of the future. The other thing that I think is phenomenal, this is the first time that Microsoft has given away an OS for free. <laughs> <laughs> free. Free, free, free. I was what's the big echo free, exactly? Free. Right. Free. Ma- Mark, make sure you put some sound effects on yeah, that. I will. Um that's 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 huge. You know, that's that's something that that you know not many other people out there do. And it's they're not giving away a free OS that's just minor, you know, upgrades. They're giving you an entirely ground up operating system which is you know epic um but yeah going back to the original point uh the gamer is definitely on the mind of xbox and being able to give you experiences that you can only get from microsoft and xbox is is what they're going after and i think it's um pretty amazing i'm looking forward to what they do over the next couple months with it too
3: how much of their plan do you think is about trying to tie people down to their their quote unquote ecosystem? We we use this this phrase and this you know this myth that Apple is doing this. Apple, yes, they're doing this. They want you to use their iPhone and, and they make everything work together. But they also make you give you tools to access those things from other devices. Microsoft seems to be all in. I mean, we, as you said. When you set up OneDrive, when you set up Cortana, all of that stuff's in the cloud and transfers from device to device, Mm -hmm. and they do it so seamlessly well. But a friend of mine in the office who's a big uh, Apple fan, he's used an iPad forever, uh, he wanted to stream Xbox. I said, go get a Surface. I got to get a Surface Pro because Mm -hmm. you're going to see. You can still run iTunes. You can download and access all your iTunes music in the cloud. You can still access iCloud Drive. All this stuff is there. So do you think that's a cognizant? that microsoft is doing to tie people to an ecosystem or it's just a natural progression of what they needed to be doing
4: i actually think it's both um you know it is a natural progression of what they need to be doing microsoft has always been open to letting you install pretty much whatever you want on their operating system but at the same time by by bringing you into their ecosystem and allowing you to take all of your stuff seamlessly from one device to another they give you the benefits uh, of feeling more comfortable in that ecosystem. Mind you, I don't think there's anybody in North America who hasn't used Windows at some point in time or another. <laughs> so the fact that, that Windows 10 is just so easy to get there with is great. Um, you talked about Apple and you know the, the rumored Apple walled garden, so to speak. You know, there's there's a lot of money in that as well. You know, Google's trying to get you to buy from their app store. Apple wants you to buy from iTunes, you know, Microsoft really wants to grow their app store. This is the, the fastest way to do it, you know. Um, and then you're talking about games well, there's a lot of money in games. We buy billions of dollars in games every year, guys. So why would they not want to be on the forefront of that to make sure that something that they, I don't want to say they own, but they have such a foothold in, continues to remain theirs? It would be stupid for them to take their foot off the gas at this point.
3: Ray, do you have some more time to stick around with us? I want to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and I, th- I think we could talk so much more with Mr. Ray Watkins.
4: Oh, yeah, we can make a whole show of this. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Let's do it, man. Okay, <laughs> hey, Ray, Ray Watkins, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for you.
3: It is Mark Flalo Mitchell Whitfield, and, of course, Ray Watkins from Alienware right here on Your Tech Report. We'll be back in just a couple seconds.
2: There's more Your Tech Report after this.
3: Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flalo again in Montreal, Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. And joining us, the technical, what was it, Mitchell, what's his title officially? I, I, I butchered it last technical time. Technical marketing manager. Technical marketing manager, not vague at all. Ray Watkins from Alienware. Ray, you've been traveling a heck of a lot over the past couple months. Out of all the places you've been, what, what was the most fun work-wise? And what was the biggest hit in the Alienware lineup?
4: Wow. Uh, talk about a loaded question. Tread carefully, Ray. So I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm going to go with my top three. How about that? Okay. That's nice. okay. yep. So my favorite event, uh, and Mitchell knows this, is, is E3. I love going out to E3 every year because it's... It's the Super Bowl of the industry, especially in North America. You see all the greatest games of the year, hardware. It's a family reunion. You see friends you haven't seen in a while. So that's my personal favorite. Um, and, and that happened back in June. Um, I, I'd say the next one, as far as dealing with consumers, I mentioned earlier on to QuakeCon. We saw all those big towers coming in. I haven't been to QuakeCon in a while. That was actually really awesome. I felt like it got me back down to my roots uh, it's not a it's not a uh, industry driven event. It's a consumer driven event. So I was able to talk to our fans, our trolls, you know, lovers, haters, all of it, uh, and and get some feedback and and realize that you know, gaming is not shrinking. Desktops are not shrinking. PCs are not going away. Um, so all those things that we continue to hear are myths and lies. Um, <laughs> so that was really a, a ton of fun. You know, being able to ha- to go to a LAN party that's open twenty four hours a day um, was epic and. My favorite part was this year's slogans from QuakeCon were the Shia LaBeouf quotes. Are you guys familiar with the videos? Oh, God. I've seen a couple and I couldn't watch anymore. Yeah. Oh, I think they're glorious, but that's just me. (laughs) So there's all of a sudden somebody will walk in the hall and they'll just yell, just do it. And then you'll hear echoes of it all the way back to the back of the hall. You know, don't make your dream make your dreams or don't let your dreams be dreams and all that stuff. And to hear people so deep. Yes. So deep. But to hear people screaming this by the thousands, you know, all 24 hours a day was was just pretty pretty awesome. Um, and actually, I I think one of the most interesting events of the summer, moving on from QuakeCon was. Immediately after Quake kind of got flown out to Chicago and I was in Chicago for the Dell Microsoft Windows 10 launch event. That was pretty awesome. You know, like you guys heard me talk about earlier, I'm a big supporter of Windows 10. But to see people walk into the venue and use Windows 10 on our alpha, on Dell notebooks, on Dell tablets, on, on other products and see that they were able to go from one to the other. And the things that we're preaching, the things that Microsoft is preaching is real. You know, it's not one of those just marketing slogans. It was pretty awesome.
1: And they, and they did well. Sorry, did you want to go on? Because I had, I just wanted to jump in with an alien request. But go it. ahead. Oh, no? okay. Okay so when i think you know and QuakeCon's been going on forever LAN parties and you know for people that don't know LAN parties this goes back to this goes back to before online gaming was a big deal you were connected locally on your local area network via cable you'd be cabled into your buddies there playing online together not online just in a local area local network really cool and it, it, this again this Way of gaming never went away. And to me, it's still the most fun because it's the most controlled environment, not worrying about getting a random Yahoo that you're playing with online with the with the shield of anonymity saying, you know, horrible things to you online. So you have great shows like QuakeCon. People bring their own rigs. I want to bring it back to Alienware for a second, Ray. How many people now... I, I need to know this. How many hernias were induced by people trying to bring their Area 51, the most <laughs> glorious machine I've ever used... Were there hernias? Were there pieces of flesh on the floor? Were blood shooting out of eyes, having to lift and carry this from place to place?
4: So, Mitchell, you're, you've you seen the Area 51. It's massive. Oh, yeah. The Area, the area 51 is considered a medium-sized tower at QuickCon. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Tell me you're joking right now. I'm dead serious. So, I'm going to... I'm There's people bringing in rolling carts left and right. I'm going to comment on this, this one girl that I saw there. She was adorable. She was like a four-foot-tall... Really, really, really skinny little Asian girl. And she was coming in with this giant, beautiful blue tower. And I looked at it and I looked at her and I looked at it and I looked at her. And I'm like, they are roughly, give or take, two or three inches, the same size. Same size. <laughs> and she got two guys to help her. They lifted it on the desk. And I thought to myself, if this thing slides off the desk, whoever's nearby is dead. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you think, so you've seen Area 51. Area 51 could sit inside of this girl's tower. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. This thing was massive, Mitchell. And, and yes, I went by and I took a couple close-up looks at it because it blew my mind. Um, it goes back to, t- like I mentioned earlier, you, know, you still have muscle cars, you still have desktops. The DIY guys today and PCs are the muscle car guys of the 70s and 80s. You know, they want that raw horsepower. They want that big monstrous chassis. They want you to stop and do a double take as they come walking in. And this is this is exactly one of the reasons why I love the Area 51. And when we reviewed it and when
1: we talked to, with you, Ray, before we actually got our hands on it, it's one of those things where there is no substitute. Sometimes you just want the raw power, but you want it in a package that's beautiful, accessible. The design of it popping off the panels, hard drives here, airflow goes through here. Mark, just brilliant.
3: I'm sorry, but the the only comment I have about the Area 51 is that when I walked into the room, Mitchell said, oh, by the way, it's on. And I heard nothing. I heard nothing.
4: So, yeah, we've uh, spent a lot of money and time into (laughs) into our thermal acoustics and stuff. Um, And, and, you know, there's a video online that that goes into it. I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of it. But, Mark, to your point, and Mitchell as well, the design the angular design having the airflow go up from the bottom over the graphics cards and out the back the fact that it's liquid cooled um if you're not sitting there playing a game at 4k kicking the system's ass you barely know it's on yeah and, I couldn't and get I, it. I couldn't get it kicker. to breathe heavy I could not, I
1: was playing <laughs> every game <clears throat> not granted maybe maybe the games I was playing were you know no a lot of them were the newest games at ultra graphic settings I could not get this thing to make a sound mark was like well, why isn't it making a noise? Maybe there's something wrong. I was like, there's nothing wrong. We're, we're, we, have, we have three kick-ass video cards going here. Chugging along, we could not get it to make a noise. It was like a running joke here. Why isn't it making a noise? What have you done to this machine?
4: It's magic.
3: Okay, let's, br- yeah. let's, let's bring you both down to a, to, a, to a human level, okay?
4: Okay, sure. No, no, human levels were aliens.
3: Let's bring it down to an alien level. So... <laughs> Talk, uh, talk to us about the Alienware lineup now because it's back-to-school season. We had a, uh, our, our good friend Elliot from Best Buy on earlier in the show talking about all the fun stuff there, and we talked about Windows 10 as well. Tell me about the Alienware lineup because there is, you can go from entry-level, which is still kick-ass, to, to completely blowing your mind on customization. What was the big hit this season, and what's the big hit now for people who are shopping?
4: Well, so... With Back to School, we always find that the, the biggest things are, are dorm rooms, right? You know, dorm rooms, it doesn't matter if it's 1950 or 2015. They're all, what, 10 by 10 spaces for two and three people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or four and five so, if you're lucky. There you go. Exactly, exactly. Depends say, on, yes. on <laughs> depends on what college you go to. Um, really, the, the big kickers are, depending on, on what you're using, are Alienware 13 and Alienware 15 notebooks are, are huge hits with Back to School. 13 is obviously a, a lighter load, but it's very, very portable, very easy to carry around. The 15 is a little bit bigger, but it's still smaller than our 17, but it gives you the full horsepower, the, the quad-core processors, 970, 980 graphics cards, uh, 1080 or 4K to, uh, panels. It, it's just got a whole lot of variety to it. So if you really want more horsepower, the 15 has been a huge success in Back to School. Um, and when it comes to our desktops, you know, Alpha Alpha's reigning king right now. Um, because you can hook it up to your your TV. We have our Hivemind software, which allows you to, to watch movies, stream games, play games locally, Steam, Origin, Blizzard. They're all on there now. Um, and because it's still a desktop, if you want to switch to Windows and do some homework on it, you can as well. Um, and then on top of that, our, our classic, our X51. Oh, tell us, um, tell us, tell us. I feel like our X51 has been... Has developed itself into and i hate to use this this comparison but like it is just the smoothest box out there it does everything you want it to you know i'm trying to think of a car it's like i feel like it's like the camry of cars it just does everything you need it to um you it know better than a camry that looks a little better than a camry it's got, got better lights. sorry yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know what i mean by that is it's just it it, it it
1: fits the bill across the board and this is the whole thing. And once again, we, we talk, and I know I can't I can't put you on the spot. And if there's stuff that you can't say, because I've been waiting, you know, there, there are always incremental updates. We always have mm-hmm. updates of machines. Some are incremental. Some are, holy cow, what have you guys done? So in terms of the lineup, are we going to, without, I know you can't give information, but are, are, are we possibly going to see updates on any of the fronts that we just talked about that are, that our listeners should maybe keep an eye out for and an ear out for in the coming months?
4: I'll give you the short and sweet answer. The answer is always sure. going to be yes. Wow, that's and good the company reason, line. Yes, go ahead. It, it, it <laughs> is. The answer is always going to be yes. Alienware is always going to be on the cutting edge. We're always going to be time to market with NVIDIA, Intel, AMD because that's what we do. So, my, you know, besides yes, the next statement I have is just stay tuned. There's, there's definitely information coming in the, in the future.
3: And I'm on such, that such, note, <laughs> yeah, such a tease. Yes, yeah, such a tease. <laughs> Ray Watkins, technical marketing manager for uh, Alienware. Thank you so much. As always, we got to do this a bit more often, especially before you uh, head out on your honeymoon later this year. But uh, thank you for joining us. As always,
4: you got it, guys. Always a pleasure hanging out with you.
3: And I wanted to say thank you to Elliot from Best Buy who joined us this week. Mitchell, thank you for being here, and we'll uh, be back and uh, back it up back here next week on your I tech boy
1: and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at NaturalManPodcast.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.